Welcome to Burner Talk, where we keep it real all the time. This is your host, Jay. This is my very first podcast episode. I'm very excited to get started. Um, today, we're going to talk about something that's been very highly requested. Obviously, the Miami Heat. If you know my Twitter account, um, you know that this is going to be highly requested. And you know all the people that follow me are going to want to hear me talk about this, going to want to hear my takes. So we're going to talk about Miami Heat basketball today. Um, first off, we're going to talk about, let's go through the roster a little bit, how everybody's progressing. Um, I guess we'll just go in alphabetical order at this point. So obviously we got our first pick, Precious Achua, who we took with the 20th pick in this year's draft. Um, he's averaging eight and five so far he's to me he's an energy guy he's he's like the Montrezl Harrell for the Clippers um I saw a tweet yesterday actually that said what would you compare Precious Achua to but it's honestly really hard he's um he's just that energy guy he's he's the one that catches lobs he kind of reminds me of um Bam his rookie year like how Bam used to be very raw when we first drafted him. He didn't really have that much of a skill set. We knew he was a good defender, but we didn't know that he would become the all-star he is today. So um, will Precious ever get to that point? I don't know. But with our developmental team, I won't count it out. I definitely won't count it out. But um, he's tenacious. He's a rebounder. Uh, He brings energy just like Birdman did for us during the big three days when he came into the game, you knew that he was going to give us a push. You knew that he was going to give us that sort of momentum. So I see precious Achua as that type of player. And um, hopefully he develops into something special here soon. Next, we got Bam at a bio. You already know about Bam um, averaging 19, eight and four. One of my, one of the most versatile big men in the league, probably I would say the best passing big man in the league behind Nikola Jokic, obviously, who's a front runner for MVP. But, um, you know, Bam's doing Bam things. He's been great so far. Um, I want him to be more aggressive. I want him to get more in his bag a little bit more, so to speak. Um, But he's doing good. He's improving from last year. He had 15 points. He's up to 19 this year, even though we're only six games in. So that's a positive sign. I just want him to be more aggressive. We signed Bam to an $163 million deal, um, an extension, five years in the offseason. So I just want him to play like it, you know, play like that max player. Um, play like you mean it, basically. And I feel like he's doing that so far. He was a bit disappointing in the finals, um, but that was on a bum shoulder, obviously. So nothing you can really do about that. But I just want him to be more aggressive, attack the paint, um, be versatile, be a defender, do what you do, uh, do what you do as you came in the league. And um, I hope he develops his mid-range jumper more. I saw a stat that he's currently shooting 50% from mid-range, which is up over 20% from last year, I believe. So he clearly worked on that in the offseason, which is great to see. And I've been seeing comparisons to Kevin Garnett stats wise. He's very similar to Kevin Garnett stats wise in his third year in the league. So that's great to see. 
and hopefully he continues to improve and continues to be that guy for us. Now, Avery Bradley, this is one of my favorite pickups of the offseason. Avery Bradley, tenacious defender. He will pick you up full court and he will dog you the entire way down the court. It doesn't matter um, who he picks up. He's not scared of anybody. He is heat culture. Um, Pat Riley and Spo have wanted this guy for years and they finally got their guy. And he was a great pickup for sure. Averaging 13 points um, and a rebound and an assist per game. He's also been a very efficient shooter from what I've seen from outside. When Duncan is struggling, he can knock down a three and calm down the offense a little bit. You know, he's, he's just a, a veteran. He's a scrappy veteran. He brings that presence to the team that we really needed. And I really appreciate this pickup. It was a great pickup in the offseason. And then we move on to Jimmy, the leader. Um, Jimmy's been out a couple of games because the ankle's been bothering him. But honestly, if it wasn't the ankle, I wouldn't be surprised if he's just getting a little bit of rest because we came off a 72-day offseason, I believe. And Jimmy played his heart out in the finals. You want you want our player to get some rest, so I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, he's averaging 11, 4, and 5. You know, nothing crazy, but we're very early into the season, so I'm not really expecting anything more than that. So, you know... Jimmy, he's a great defender. He had seven steals in the first game, I believe. But um, he may be a candidate for defensive player of the year if he can stay on the floor. We all know how good of a defender Jimmy Butler is. So if he continues to keep this up, uh, hopefully he can stay on the floor a little bit more. Obviously, get your rest in because, you know, that amazing finals run, he deserves it. Jimmy pushed us to those two wins, had two amazing games, two triple-doubles in the finals against the Lakers. If it wasn't for him, who knows if we win those two games. But you already know, Jimmy's our best player. He's our guy. Um, We're going to go as far as Jimmy Butler takes us. So we'll see how that ends up. Next, we have Goji, Gogi, Goran Dragic. Uh, Resigned him this offseason. Great pickup, as always, averaging 14 three and six assists. Uh, Goji, Goji is our guy. He is a heat lifer. He obviously hasn't been with the Heat his, his entire career, but I consider him a heat lifer. Most Heat fans consider him a heat lifer. They want to see his jersey go up in the rafters at some point. And, um, you know, Goji, he's uh, he's been that guy off the bench. He's always been that spark plug. And I feel like him on the bench bringing – the scoring presence of slowing the offense down, being that point guard, being that veteran coming off the bench is doing dividends for us. Honestly, when you look at the lineup coming off the bench, you have Goran Dragic, um, Avery Bradley, Andre Iguodala, and Precious Achua. That right there, that's, that's a lineup right there. Those four guys, they are going to get in your grill. They're going to play defense. And that's, as good as any second unit in the league, I would say. If I'm thinking correctly, that's a very good second unit. Unit, And he can teach Precious. Um, he's already throwing Precious a bunch of lobs, as you can see, just like D-Wade did with Bam. So, Goran's being Goran. You know, he's going to score. 
Um, he's going to teach, and I feel like he should stay on the bench, even though he was our starting point guard for most of the playoffs, the majority of the playoffs. It might have been all of the playoffs, I think, but I think he should stay on the bench and give us that spark off the bench. Next, talking about Mo Harkless. Mo Harkless, he's been very disappointing. I feel like Mo was a better contributor in his recent stops. Um, New Orleans, I mean, not New Orleans, New York, uh, Portland, all those places. I feel like he was a better contributor. He hasn't really done much. He didn't really fit well in the starting lineup. He just hasn't. So he's kind of fell back a little bit in the rotation, but that's fine. Uh, Our rotation looked very good in our past game against the – who do we play? The Thunder, OKC. So I don't – he may have fell out of the rotation for good, but we'll see. You know, I thought he was a good pickup at first. I thought he would be a good replacement for Jay Crowder, but not really. But hopefully he steps it up. Next, we got UD, the captain. Not really much to say about him. He's the OG. He's not getting any minutes, as we all know. But he's our veteran presence. He's going to be there. Um, this may this may be his last year. He might retire this year. We'll see. But we, we all know what UD does for this team. If you're a Heat fan, you absolutely know the significance that UD brings to this team. Uh, regardless of the slander that UD gets outside, of Heat Nation. We all know what he does for this team and how important he is to this team. And, um, yeah, don't let the slander get to him. Just because he doesn't get any minutes doesn't mean he doesn't play a crucial part to this team. And next we got Tyler Hero, the bucket, the rookie, averaging 14, six boards, four assists. Uh, Tyler had 21 and 15 rebounds in the game. That's very good. Very good for a guard of his stature. I was watching JJ Reddick's podcast and they always talked about how Tyler Hero um, and JJ Reddick, Duncan Robinson, they always get targeted on the defensive end because they're white and they have stubby arms. So I just thought that was pretty funny to me, but um, he got 15 boards in a game, which is pretty impressive. And, um, you know, he's, Starting, which I think is good for is very crucial for his for his development. I think he should continue to start, continue to get th- those games in because they're going to be important to his development. I still think he needs to improve on the defensive end, obviously, but he's in the second year. He'll improve um, in all facets, all facets of the game because we have one of the best developmental teams in the league. So. You know, Tyler is going to be Tyler. Um, He has gotten a lot of slander over the past months. I don't know why, but he's one of the best rookies out of the 2019 draft class easily. So no reason to hate. Let the kid be great. And hopefully he turns out to be a Miami Heat great. But this season, he's doing very well. He's... His stats are up from last year just a little bit. But like I said, very early season. So this is all subject to change. Then we got Andre Iguodala, another veteran, coming off the bench. 
he should come off the bench. I agree with this decision. Um, Spoh's been like kind of messing with the lineups a little bit, which I think is a great idea. Just to like mess with the rotation, see what's working. The rotation that worked the most, in my opinion, was against the Thunder. I want the Thunder aren't really that good of a team at the moment, but we did look really good from what I saw. And Andre Iguodala coming off the bench, providing that defense, that veteran presence, that leadership, I feel like is going to pay dividends in the future, especially come playoff time. Then we have Myers Leonard. Um, He's fallen out of the rotation. He's played 22 minutes the entire season. Um, We paid him $10 million to stay. I just don't see him getting any minutes anytime soon. Myers was a key part of the rotation last season. If you can remember, he was in the starting lineup mostly every game, basically up until the playoffs. So I'm not really sure what happened there. But if he does make his way back into the starting lineup, I won't be mad at it because he spaces the floor. Um, He's a big body, which we are lacking, obviously. Um, So if he does make it back to that point, I won't be mad because he's a, I won't say great shooter, but above average shooter for his size. And then we have Kendrick Nunn. Same issue with him. Kendrick Nunn, second in rookie of the year voting. He's completely fallen out of the rotation. He just doesn't seem himself. I don't know what happened to Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn was one of my favorite players on the team last year. He's He just came out of nowhere, undrafted. Um, he was really a great story, and he just kind of fell off starting with the bubble. He didn't look himself, and most Heat fans can't agree on this. He... He doesn't have that same explosiveness, I guess, ever since he got COVID last year. Maybe that's the reason. I don't really know. But he just has not looked like himself at all. Um, Hopefully he gets back to that point. Will he? I don't know. But Kendrick Nunn has completely fallen out of the rotation. Same with Myers Leonard. And Kendrick Nunn and Myers Leonard were both in the starting lineup last year. And that was the same team that... 144 games so you know if um i'm i'm not mad about him being our third string because if we got kendrick nunn in our third string that just shows that just shows you how good the depth is and speaking of third string kz Paula, free kz free kz hashtag free kz um i feel like kz is going to be a monster as most heat fans do um Spo has him in the third string right now. I feel like he's kind of holding him back. I'm going to trust Spo. I'm going to trust Spo. I'm going to trust his decisions, but I feel like KZ should be getting more ample playing time. Uh, the biggest sample size we've gotten of KZ this season at the moment was against the Raptors in preseason when he absolutely went off shooting all those threes. He got an N1 dunk. Um, he had a nice dribble move into the key, a uh, nice crossover. His handles were looking very tight. He he looks like a great player, and he looks like he could develop into something great. And most Heat fans, we say this as a joke, like he's baby Giannis, but I feel like he could get 
somewhat to that point. I don't know if he's going to be Giannis Antetokounmpo because that's Giannis Antetokounmpo, two-time MVP, but we won't get into that. But I feel like he he deserves some playing time. He has ounces of potential, tons of potential, just whatever adjective you can think of, he has it in that department. Then we have Kelly Olenek. He, he made five threes or four threes against the Thunder last game. Um, very inconsistent. Sometimes you love him. Sometimes you hate him. But, you know, he's been here for years, five five or so years, four. He's um, he's going to do what he does. He's, he's going to shoot. He's going to stretch the floor. He's going to be Kelly Olenek. Um, he's averaging 10 points, five rebounds, and two assists this, so far this season. You know, he – I actually – they – inserted him into the starting lineup against OKC. And I like it because he spaces the floor. If you put him with Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, the negative of this is that these three aren't that good at defense, but the positive is they create spacing for Jimmy and Bam to do whatever they want with their matchup on the floor. So Kelly Olenek, I like that Spo inserted him into the starting lineup and we'll see if he sticks with it. Now on to Duncan Robinson, the shooter, the sniper. Um, I feel like teams in the NBA are starting to figure out Duncan Robinson a, a little bit this year. He's still going to heat up, obviously, because he's one of the best shooters in the league. Arguably the third best shooter in the league behind Curry and Clay. Arguably. I don't want to start any arguments there. Arguably the third best shooter in the league behind Curry and Clay. Very efficient. He shot over 40% from three last year. He's just that guy. He's he's a flamethrower. As the OKC announcer kept saying last night, the flamethrower, every time he got the ball in his hands. You know, he's um I feel like teams are starting to sniff out that little dribble handoff that they like to do with Duncan at the top of the key. So maybe he doesn't look as good as he did last year, but he's gonna heat up if you can't give the man an open look. He's going to heat up eventually. You can't stop him. So, you know, uh, the thing about Duncan, though, is that I hope he improves defensively. Same thing with Tyler Hero. And um, I hope that he can get into his bag a little bit more. Same with Bam, but they're all young. They'll get better. Um, I hope Duncan can improve his handles a little bit more. Get off the three-point line when you need to. And something I noticed in the Thunder game, Maybe he's been doing this before, but I just now noticed it against the Thunder was that when he was past the ball on the three-point line, he saw the defender closing out. It might have been SGA. I don't exactly remember, but he saw the defender closing out. He didn't panic. He pump faked, sidestepped, let the defender go past him. Then he drove in, and he drew the defense towards him because he knows how much of a threat he is on the offensive end. He drew all that defensive attention. He kicked out to someone. It might have been Kelly Olenek, maybe. And Kelly Olenek shot the three. That's why I like to see from Duncan creating plays because you you need to know how much of an offensive threat you are in this league. And if you can become a decoy, so to speak, per se, then you'll just be even more deadly, more lethal on the offensive end than you are as a shooter. And 
our next three are Chris Silva, Max Struess, and Gabe Vincent. They haven't got that much playing time. Um, we saw a little bit of Max Struess or Struss in the preseason. Great shooter. Um, might turn out to be a Duncan Robinson type player. I don't know. Uh, Chris Silva hasn't really gotten that much play. I liked Chris Silva's energy last year a lot. Um, and Gabe Vincent, I actually like Gabe Vincent. He's he's a shooter as well, but I don't think they'll really get any significant playing time this year. So, at the moment, the Heat sit at three and three in the Eastern Conference. They'll improve for sure. Um, currently ninth in the Eastern Conference. If you look at the upcoming schedule, they have the Celtics, the Wizards, Celtics again, and then they have four back-to-backs in a row of the Sixers, the Pistons, the Raptors, and the Nets. So we have a pretty tough schedule, but they're not going to sweat it. They're going to fight through it. And um, if Jimmy plays, then this Heat team can beat anybody realistically. That's not even biased, you know? So this team's going to be fine. They're currently 3-3, three and 1-2 three, and two in conference, 0-1 in division. And, um, you know, I think they're doing good to start the season. Just just an average start. But they'll pick it up as the season goes. You know, you got COVID and coming off a very short break. But, yeah, never doubt this Heat team. Never doubt Spolstra. Never doubt Pat Riley. This, this team is going to go places. But um, I think that's pretty much it for this episode. Let me know if you guys enjoyed. Uh, follow me on Twitter. And next episode, we will have a guest. This will be my first episode with a guest on this podcast. So if you made it this far, um, just let me know what you think. I hope you enjoyed. Hope you enjoyed my takes. And we're going to keep this thing going. We're going to keep pushing. And hopefully you get some views. (laughs) So thank you for listening to Burner Talk. This is my very first episode. Bear with me. And I'll see you next time. Peace.